hey guys how are you doing what's good what's new have you guys missed me i know it's only been two weeks but two weeks is a long time if it is your very first time listening to this podcast my name is wonani and i am the host of dose of wonani the podcast which i hope you will love and listen to the other episodes as well so before i get too far into this episode i just want to shout out the sound lab for editing this podcast and doing a much better job than i do yeah shout out to the sound lab I'm gonna get right into the episode because I can't have a long intro today because this episode of its own is gonna be very packed. So anyway guys, in today's episode, I'm gonna be telling you about my journey falling in love with Jesus. I'm gonna tell you what that has looked like, where the decision came from, what it has involved, and the perks of being in a healthy relationship with the Lord. So yeah, people have been asking questions about my journey or my sudden increase, if I can call it. My sudden, I don't know what I can call it, increase in spirituality. I don't know. But yeah, people have been curious, people have been asking. And I was going to record this episode in March. It was scheduled for March. But because of the comments I've been getting regarding me and Christianity... I thought, let's just do it. You know, it's the month of love. I'm talking about Jesus. Let's do it. So, yeah, I've always been Christian. I grew up in a Christian home. I have always known about God, always known about Jesus, always known about the Holy Spirit. And I gave my life to God in 2012. 2012, I dedicated my life. Gave my life to the Lord. And, yeah, it's been great. It's been a great journey. But I decided last year... In the beginning of the year to just be very intentional about getting to know god for myself and to be consciously christian that's what i was calling it my journey of being consciously christian so of course i had made this decision many times before but last days when i was really serious about it because i don't know i just felt like i needed a wow moment <laughs> i had a wow moment with jesus and i just wanted to really get to know the lord for myself like just go on a journey exploring asking questions and really deciding to be a christian for myself because if you were born into a christian family it's all you it's it's what you've known your whole life but i believe at some point everyone decides that they want to follow jesus you have to decide it for yourself and that's why people give their lives to god but i thought i just needed to do it afresh not give my life to God afresh. God already has my life. But just to really, really get to know him on a very personal level. Not knowing him as um, him being everyone's God, which he is. But just knowing him as him being my friend. Like I just wanted to be very personal. To get really personal with Jesus. So yeah, I decided that at the beginning of the year. And then kind of went quiet about it, honestly. And as we went in, I'd say maybe second, third month of the year, I remember being asked to serve at church. And I said I wasn't ready. Like, I didn't even, 
think about it. the moment i was asked like oh would you like to join a team to serve i said nope i am not ready to serve but whenever i feel i'm ready i will and let me tell you that period of not being ready to serve lasted like almost six months <laughs> and it was that question that started something within me because even though i said no i went home to think about it i had to think about why i said no and why i don't want to serve and i remember in the beginning i'd be telling myself no i just want to really like really be sure i don't know if i'm gonna have time and then at some point it changed to you know i'm not the perfect person to be serving the lord right now and like i was always giving myself excuses that's a funny thing no one was asking me no one asked me again about serving after that time but i had so many excuses i was giving myself and i believed them so i said okay girl baby girl take as much time as you need like if you want to be perfect before you serve the lord take that time take time to be perfect and i don't know how i ever thought that was going to be attained i don't know how i thought i was going to get you know achieve perfect status i don't know so anyway that's what i did about serving and as time went on again because the thought was just always in my head as to why i don't want to serve then i realized that i was actually afraid about serving and why was i afraid i was afraid because i knew it would really kick off my journey of getting to know god it's like jumping off a cliff and knowing that god will catch you but you're scared of that in between the in between of you jumping and the lord catching you that the tiny space that would exist that's what i was afraid of what was gonna happen in between so i knew that because it would really kick start my journey and the team out of love to serve on which is the worship team which is where i'm serving now would require a lot of discipline for me um spiritually especially because I like serving on the worship team just like any other team is very sensitive in the sense that you are helping create an atmosphere for someone to come and meet with the Lord and people come with different things and others come with so much faith that they're going to meet the Lord on that Sunday in that service and God forbid you're the person who's not in tune or in line with the Holy Spirit and you end up causing or just contributing to that not happening the way it should have you know what i mean yeah so i was kind of i was also afraid that like it would be a lot of spiritual discipline a lot of time i'd be unable to do a lot of um things that i did for leisure or for fun like hanging out with my friends on saturdays because saturdays you have to go for rehearsal and just all these little, little things i just knew also that because it was gonna really kick start my relationship with god or my journey of being intentionally or, conscious, or consciously christian it was gonna change a lot of aspects of my life and my thought process and certain things was gonna shift and all these things bro like my mind was just i had gone so far and i said if i do this i'm gonna lose all these things and i don't think i'm ready to lose them so i didn't serve i decided not to serve and then i remember fast forward to um june yeah 
I think around June, I... Was it June? Yeah, it was June because I remember likening it to a talking stage. So you know how when you're in a talking stage with someone, you're getting to know them and whatever. But the talking stage should come to an end. If your talking stage is not ending and you've been in a talking stage for I don't know how many months, leave. But anyway, this is I'm becoming a relationship coach. <laughs> but it's like a talking stage, yeah, you've been talking and now you're getting to the time where it's like, okay, are we going to get into a relationship or what? So for me, it felt like that's the point I had gotten to, like with my talking stage with Jesus. It's like, okay, are we doing this or are we not doing this? And so when I got to that point, I just started feeling like there was so much change on the horizon for me. Like to accurately describe it, it felt like there was something banging on the doors of my heart like something was banging on the doors of my heart to be let in but um i was afraid of letting it in because i knew that if i let that in then it's gonna affect so much of my life and probably not in a completely bad way but i'll just lose certain things i didn't want to lose so it felt like there was something or someone banging on the doors of my heart trying to be let in but that person was not gonna get in if i didn't allow them to get in and so the banging just stayed so that's how the change was feeling it's like for months i could feel that change is coming there is change coming for me but i didn't want the change so i was not welcoming the change so the act of me resisting or not overcoming it, I think delayed it, if I can put it like that. The change was never going to come if I did not welcome it. And I needed to welcome it. So I was, I was scared. And now that I, I say it out loud, um, like the Bible says, God does not give a spirit of fear. And now I realize that that must have been the enemy because why would I be so afraid of something that God was going to do you know it's kind of like trying to ask God to fix um a situation you're in but you don't want him to temper with what led you into that situation so you want him to fix it it gets fixed but then you keep what led you there in the first place so you just keep on going you keep on landing in that situation and keep on asking God to fix it for you when if you could just let the Lord take away the root cause you wouldn't find yourself in that situation. That's kind of what I wanted the Lord to do. I wanted a relationship with God, a very personal relationship with God, but I didn't want him to take out what had been coming in the way of us pursuing a relationship before, you know? Like, we could have started, I could have started this journey with God before, but there were things I had placed or things I had in my life that were coming between us but I, I didn't want the lord to get rid of that i just wanted him to start the relationship with those things still in my life but clearly we wanted different things the lord and i wanted different things and thank god that i was the one who was willing to compromise <laughs> i said okay sorry because i remember this must have been third july third july i remember the date because it was miracle offering weekend at my church and i went for a bloomer's 
um, content creation meeting, something like that. Shout out to Bloomers. <laughs> so I went for that and we were all asking, like everyone was taking turns talking about how their heart was and how they were feeling and whatever. And very honest answers, not how are you, I'm okay. Mm-mm. Like serious answers about how you are. And so when it got to me, I remember I was asked how I was doing. And for the first time in months, I said that I was ready for the change. Because everyone who I had talked to before about this impending change, I always expressed my my fear or my concerns. But that day, I remember I said, I'm ready for it. Um, ready, I, I think, I can't remember word for word, but it was definitely something in the lines of, my heart is is not ready. My heart is not ready for the change. And whatever it's going to bring, however it's going to look, I'm ready. I'm trusting God to take care of me. Like, he knows what he's doing. So if he decides he's bringing change, he knows what he's, good, he's doing, and I'm going to trust that. And I believe that was the day things just shifted for me. Because, I mean, people always say, God is a gentleman. Like <laughs> he, he, or the Holy Spirit will move in places. The Holy Spirit is welcomed in. Where the Holy Spirit is not welcome, He will wait for you to welcome Him. And I think that's what that moment was for me. Like in that moment, I welcomed the change that the Lord was bringing. And so, like a hurricane, the change came, and. Everything that I was so afraid of losing started looking like I was actually going to lose it. <laughs> and like these are things like my relationships, friends, how I related with friends, what hanging out looked like for my friends and I. It affected my relationship with this guy. And everything just started to look kind of shaky after that moment. And I tried to, like, ignore the, the the things of what was going on. And I remember meeting up with, um, who did I meet up? I met up with Belia. Shout out to Belia. I think that was maybe July itself or August. I don't know. And we're having a conversation about all these things. Like I applied for work, I had just applied for my current job, and so talking about work, we're talking about it was mostly about me, not I think yeah, mostly about me and relationships, things I'm working on, the blog we talked about me wanting to start the podcast, a lot of things, and I remember also telling her like I feel like change is coming, and I didn't tell her what areas I felt change was coming in. But I remember she asked me specifically about um, the relationships I had in my life and where God was in those relationships. Like for me to say, like, where is, where, where is God in any of your relationships? Yeah, like where is God's room or what have you placed in in, in your life? What have you placed in the position that the Lord should hold. Think about that. You think about that. What have you placed in your life in the position that the Lord should hold? 
yeah and so she asked me that something like that in those lines and i remember we didn't really like conclude that topic but it definitely left a lot for me to think about and so i went back home grateful for making new friends and meeting people like Belia and i just remember thinking okay okay lord whatever you want to do from this point onwards do it like you're going to have to do it if you need me to stop certain things or you need me to leave certain relationships you're going to have to get me out that's really what i thought good i said you know what you're going to have to get me out cuz i'm not going to get out on my own like for me at that point i i didn't really see the issues i didn't really see the problems with certain things or like certain stuff i was consuming like music i was listening to or things i was watching i i didn't see it so i i said you're going to have to get me out of those things yourself because if you leave it up to me i will not leave and we will be at this stage forever Before I continue I'd like to give a very big shout out to the Sound Lab for editing this episode. The Sound Lab does recording, mixing and mastering for audios, songs, podcasts, teachings, lectures and sermons. Be sure to contact them using the contact details in the description box and let them edit your work for you. Thank you so much to the Sound Lab. You're going to have to get me out. That's really what I thought good. I said, you know what? You're going to have to get me out cuz I'm not going to get out on my own. Like for me, at that point, I I didn't really see the issues. I didn't really see the problems with certain things or like certain stuff I was consuming, like music I was listening to or things I was watching. I I didn't see it. So I I said, you're going to have to get me out of those things yourself because if you leave it up to me, I will not leave and we will be at this stage forever. I decided to then I became very serious like in that in between I remember I decided to get more involved with connect like my connect group and I remember once like at one connect meeting I can't even remember what exactly we were discussing if I check my notes I'll find I'll probably find the day but I remember at the end we started talking about loneliness and i spoke about my um experience with loneliness or sadness and things like that and i remember that night just broke something within me like everyone who was around me that day really just spoke live like people shared so many different things we talked about their issues with depression and i don't know but i think more than anything that was said that night for me it was the community of people around me and i didn't realize their significance then but i do now but that community of people just shifted things for me that night and really put into perspective the fact that the issues things like loneliness like that's not true like i'm never alone i always have god god is always there even when i feel physically alone and i should never buy into the line or into the lie rather 
of me being alone. So anyway, I became very consistent or involved in connect. I decided to try reading the Bible and I'd be like, okay, I'll be reading every day with you know the U version. If you use U version, you probably know the U version streaks. So I was like, you know, trying to keep my days going. But then eventually I was just opening the apps that my day could add. I wasn't really reading to understand, honestly. It was just for me to make sure that I don't lose my streak. So I stopped anyway when I noticed that "Mm -mm, this is actually not helping me at all. We're going to have to find another way of reading the Bible. And so I started devotions, reading a lot of devotions. And yeah, that's really how my journey, my journey started. So let's go to August. In August, then really like the a big big shift happened like everything i was afraid of losing i lost in august so my relationships changed 100 percent. my relationships changed in august and that was after telling the lord to get me out like if he if he doesn't want me in certain things he should get me out of those things myself so you know how these things work when you start to pursue a relationship with God, like very honestly, people talk about how you lose interest in certain things. And for me, it's been the case, but it hasn't been that I decided to stop certain things or I decided to stop watching certain things or decided to stop listening to certain things. It, it didn't happen like that. Like for a lot of things, I don't even realize the point at which I lost interest. Genuinely, the things were like... Only when I'm in an, a certain environment is when I realize, oh my goodness, I actually have not done this in a very long time because I kind of just lost interest. Yeah, like I just kind of lost interest in certain things. And it just happened so unconsciously. It was like the Lord was just taking those things out and I wasn't even noticing because I was too busy pursuing God. So I didn't even notice that my interest in certain things were happening. It's only when my relationships were being shifted that's the that's the part I noticed because it was not the existing honestly it was very painful and but I remember it just getting to a point especially with like relationships where it was just bothering me because I started feeling like something is not right there is something that is not right and I could not pinpoint it and I remember one Sunday after um a church uh, pastor, Pastor K, she preached on public battles and private battles, something. That was not the title, but that was the main thing. And I was such a private battle girl, you know. So she preached that, and I remember just having this heaviness on my chest about the relationships in my life. And I remember just telling God, like, you're going to have to show me what it is because I can't see it, but it's so heavy. It's it's weighing me down and I just need the weight off. So I need to show me what the problem is. Show me what you're saying. Like, tell me what it is that you're saying and let me take it out. Because I was being so weighed down by my relationships. So less than an hour later, less than an hour later, everything unfolded. You know when people say, don't ask God, like, God, show me the real ones. Show me the real in your life. Or show me the fake people in your life. He will show you and you will not like it. Because the people who he will say are fake. 
you won't expect it. I, yeah, I did not expect it. I never expected it at all. So less than an hour later, like everything was just in shambles. In shambles, I'm telling you. But I found that in the midst of all the chaos, in the midst of everything that was going on, I was just at so much peace. Like I was at so much peace. And what I love the most is that I didn't have to do anything myself. I didn't have to go to people and say, you know what? I don't think we can be friends anymore. We can't be friends anymore because the Lord has told me. The Lord has told me we can't be friends. And I don't know why, but I'm just going to listen. I am just going to listen. I didn't have to do that because each confrontation, I need to work with confrontation. So I thank God that God loves me enough to not let me do that because I'll be very uncomfortable. So he did it for me. He did it for me, guys. And yeah, certain things that were kept hidden or in the dark just suddenly came to light. And I did not have to ask anyone to leave me alone. They just left me. <laughs> yeah. And I think that process, despite it being so uncomfortable and painful in the way things happened, it was like God is, you know, like the Lord is just taking out the things that fill up your heart that come in between him and you filling up your heart. Yeah. So... Like, God has to empty all those things. He has to take them out. And I remember I was listening to a live by Jackie Hill Perry last week. And in the live, she said, the good thing, I'm paraphrasing, she said, the good thing about God is that when he empties you or when he prompts you to let go of certain things, it's not so that he can leave you empty, but it's so that he can fill you up. He can figure up he needs he needs somewhere to be there he needs room and so you're gonna have to take all those things take all those things out and there's uh another there's this other song we sing at church that i'm trying to remember the exact song but oof, it is not coming to memory but it talks about like the lord having to search us the Lord like having to search us and finding that there's nothing else but him. So him getting rid of any distraction and whatever. And so with the rest of the team, worship team, when we're dissecting the song, I remember for me, like what it meant, I really want to remember the title of the song. But anyway, what it meant for me was that like I had to ask myself how deep into my heart Will the Lord have to search for him to find the part of me that really loves him? Like, how much stuff is he digging through? In other words, what have I placed above God, like, in terms of priorities? What are you prioritizing? Are my relationships, money, all these things? What have I prioritized? Whatever, what's on above God? What has sat on God? What is holding the place the Lord should hold in my life? And so I remember I was just like, how deep will the Lord have to search before he finds the part of me that loves him? Like, I would want it to be the first thing. Oh, it's Break My Heart Open. Yeah. Yes. So, okay, the song is called Break My Oh, I wish you're not so good when you remember something. So the, name, the title of the song is Break My Heart Open. And in the song, I think the chorus of the song says, 
Lord, I break my heart open. May you find my devotion. And for me, it's just, I, I get it. I sing it literally. Like, if the Lord broke my heart open today, what will he find? And how long will you have to unpack the things in my heart for him to find my devotion to him? Yeah. So that's what that period or that season, especially the month of August, is what it felt like. It felt like the Lord was now unpacking, taking away all these things, taking away pride, taking away, like, my pride in self, taking away my the relationships that were not serving me, that were not serving the Lord, taking away all these things that came in between me and him. And it was not it was not easy, honestly. Yeah, it was it was it was not the easiest thing, but I decided to go through with it and just let let God do what he needed to do. But I thank God that in that moment, especially during the month of August, I don't know if you remember me talking about how in the moment I didn't realize the importance of the people in my connect group at that time. But in August when things became like tense for me is when I realized that God had spent the entire year bringing me and people, introducing me to people and bringing me into community so that in that time when normally in the past I would have felt very alone and tried to do things on my own, God raised people up to help me out. Like I kept on saying, everyone I had talked to and became friends with and met, like my connect group, church, like everything, God was preparing me for August. That's how I felt. That God really raised those people up in my life for that moment literally for that moment and i don't know if they felt that they did if they if they were wondering whether they did anything for god or not last year but that's the one thing that they did for the lord was obey him in being around me and yeah i think so i ended up with so much peace in the middle of of all that change so yeah guys the change did come it came with some good things, but it also came with some bad things. But I thank God the good things came after the bad things. And it just made me feel like losing everything that I lost in August was good. <laughs> like it was a good thing that I lost them. And my relationship with God during that um, season also, it just really strengthened. Because now there was so much room for me to, like for God to fill up in my life. There was so much room. I could now evaluate so much of myself and how, like how I'm doing things. Whether I'm doing things alone, I'm doing things with the Lord. Like so many things were just put into perspective and my dependence on God 100% skyrocketed. Because, I mean, I was a very independent girl. Like I'm going to sort anything out on my own. And a lot of times I wouldn't even think, okay, let me ask God for how I'm going to do this. But after that period, I just really learned, like, there's nothing I'm going to do without the Lord. And I'm going to invite him to help me out with everything, you know. So my dependence on God increased. Just my love, honestly, for God increased. Because I think in that moment is when I really felt that really God was after me. Like, the Bible says God, he will leave the 99 for the one. And at that time, I was the one. And God was not going to leave me alone until he found me. And I like to say that um, if everything that happened in August, even if it didn't happen, 
God was going to find a way. He was going to find a way to make me, to I mean, to find me. He was going to cause something else to happen for him to find me because that's how badly God wanted my heart. That's like, that's, I think that's the most significant thing for me in that whole period is that it made me realize how terribly God wanted my heart, how badly he wanted my heart. And all I needed to do was just allow him in. And even if he came in and I allowed him to enter the door of my heart and he opens and finds so much junk or trash, he had the patience to start removing all those things, to start unpacking everything one by one. He unpacked and he pruned until the space that he filled up was just growing and growing and growing and growing. And there are still things we are unpacking together. There are still things we are working out together. But the great thing is that as he does all that, there's more room for him to fill up in my heart. Yeah, so I think let me end this episode here and then I will share the rest. Like I'm going to talk about how I foster my relationship with God and what I'm doing to make the relationship fun. <laughs> what I'm doing to make the relationship fun and just how I'm pursuing God and how and how it's benefited me. But for now, I think I'm going to end here for the first part and then I'll continue and record the rest. But the next part will probably come out. I don't know if I, if I will still do it in two weeks or I will give us a bonus episode next week. I'm not sure. I need to decide. But yeah, that's really the first part of what it looked like what the breaking process looked like yeah thank you so much for listening guys please do let me know your thoughts tell me what your wow moment with jesus was or let me know like what i don't know what's your what's your god story i don't know if this is my god story but it's definitely one of my testimonies of jesus and like my work with jesus but yeah do let me know what your story is and also this would be if you have questions really to do with faith or being a young person who's really just trying to figure out this whole jesus thing i think ask me questions yeah ask me questions send me a dm send me an email whatever and ask you questions and then we can see how i can answer them at the end of the next episode but yeah thank you so much for listening to this guys um, please like it, share it with your friends, with your family, with whoever, and add it to your library wherever you're listening to this from. If you're listening to an Apple podcast, please give it a five star rating. It really helps me out in terms of visibility. But yeah, do share and do let me know your thoughts. I will be back in part two of this episode. I love you guys so much. And again, shout out to the Sound Lab for editing this episode. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Bye.